This episode of Powered by Women is brought to you in part by In Search of the New Compassionate Male. For more information, go to newcompassionatemale.com. You've heard of steam-powered, horse-powered, and gas-powered, rev your engines. And then there's solar-powered, man-powered, and the old electric. But get this even though Dennis is directing this. This show is solely lunar. Hello, welcome to Powered by Women. My name is Diane Call and I'm your happy to be here host. I'm just so excited to be here. And you know, I'm a big believer that when we women or we who identify as women, when we share our stories, when we listen to each other's stories and not from a competitive stance or that comparative stance when we just truly listen to each other's stories open mind open heart we learn so much and we can grow and more importantly with the intention of this show is we can then move the narrative forward as a collective and i i am just so excited to introduce the guest for today uh, this woman has such an empowered story I'm not only a big fan of her music and her musicianship, which is impeccable, uh, but you know, I'm just a, a bigger fan of how she's choosing to live her life. I am so moved and inspired by that. And you know, there's an element of fearlessness about her and joy, an abundance of joy. I'm inspired by her. I know you will be. So let's bring her on right now. Corey Lynn Green. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. What a great introduction. Thank you so much. Oh, oh man. It, 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 you wrote it for me, basically, right? Just, just by me observing you, those words just flow so naturally when I think of you. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, you know, a, I always kind of like to start with a, a, a big question and then we'll see where the conversation goes. I definitely do want to talk about your experience in the music industry, but first uh, I'd love for you to share with the audience a, a defining moment where you feel that that defining moment shaped who you are today. Um, so for me, I think it's two part um, evolution. Um, the first part of that answer would, I think, probably be the way that I grew up in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia around um, the Appalachian um, people um, and grew up really, really poor and learning to live life, um, you know, in a way uh, that sometimes has desperation around it. Um, when I was 14, um, uh, my stepfather came into my life and I would say that was a defining moment because my life changed from 
one of desperation to to mm. one of of hope within um, the Appalachian culture. Um, and he was a musician, a banjo player, and a guitar player. And um, so music came into my life for the first time where it was never available before. There wasn't means to it. There wasn't um, education to it. And um, him and his friends came in and they played and jammed bluegrass music every Friday night. And I learned to be um, around music, in music, to understand something about the way that it made you happy and could uh, make all the hard moments um, explained through words. And um, I guess that's the first part of my question, uh, the first answer. The second um, happens later in my life because I kind of didn't, didn't follow the musical dream. Um, uh, but later I, um, I went through something difficult in my life, uh, like we all do. And most people know that difficult thing was cancer. And mm -hmm. I, um, I realized I had been afraid of trying every single thing that I wanted to try. Um, you know, I had lived my life a certain way, wanting safety and security, but I had never just let myself be completely free and ask myself, what do you really want to do? And so around that time, mm. I started to allow myself to dream about becoming a musician, even mm. later on in life, and um, and started just sort of pursue it. And that's led me here. Wow, it, and it sounds like going through cancer, working through that, you know, from getting the, the news to the treatment, to surviving it, and then being free of it, would you say that's where your fearlessness comes from? Because that's what I, I get from you a lot is you just say yes. Yes, I, <laughs> I, um, I had a, a really scary and, and rare disease like so many people. I did not know the end um, of that story. Um, most cancer patients will tell you, you never know the end of that story, no matter where you are. Yeah. Um, but I, when I was freed of the heavy weight of the treatment and when I was freed of, of living my life in that way, in that moment, um, I was able to look around and see how supported I was, how loved I was in my community. I realized that there was nothing that would be as scary for me as that moment internally within my own mortality. And really that there was nothing to be afraid of or ashamed of um, in my life, my own story, um, who I was, who I wanted to become. And I just vowed to live my life completely present for each moment, each day, and to just try to squeeze as much happiness out of every moment. And that's what I've tried to do for the last three and a half years. That That's so beautiful. And yeah, I'm such a big believer in when those things happen to us, when those horrific things, those painful things, you know, th th there's that choice, isn't there? That, that choice to go, okay, I'm going to grow from this. I'm going to learn. How can I live my best life with all this versus what was me? And I, and I you want to say, it's okay to experience both. Mm -hmm. It's okay to, I mean, I had a lot of like 
you know, why me? And I'm never going to get out of this. And I'm too yeah. young. Blah, blah, blah. I did all that too. But to, and you just don't want to stay there because there's no beauty in it. Um, anxiety can keep mm -hmm. you there. So I'm a big mm -hmm. believer in counseling and having someone walk you through those difficult challenges in your life and also to, to reflect on how you've chosen to um, view it. Um, I did all of that and was able to see such great beauty in the experience as I was becoming weak and, you know, in my mind, even kind of going down um, death's doorway, like yeah. Yeah, glowing in the trees. I could see my daughter playing and my biggest fear was to leave her, but I also could see that she was going to be okay and that the community mm -hmm. had already known me and would tell her who I was. And, and um, yeah, and to, to shed the idea that as, especially as a woman, that I was in some sort of box to just let it go. And mm -hmm. I think you can, yeah. you can learn so much. There is happiness on the other side. Don't compare yourself to me or to the girl who's riding her bicycle while on chemo. You know, sometimes I would do that. Yeah. And there's no comparatives between us. We're just there to have our experience and say, this was really emotional for me. This was really hard for me. The day I started healing was the day I told myself that was really scary. That was really hard. And I didn't deny it anymore. I didn't like Absolutely. act like a shield. You know, it was like, actually that scared me and I feel sad and scared. And then I started to get released from it. Yes, I, absolutely. I, I think it, it takes such courage to be in those dark places. And I don't know if we as women or who identifies women, if we have an easier time with that or not, but I just think it, it takes great courage to sit in it and then move through it versus it doesn't exist. Yeah, I truly yeah. can't push it down. And I do think that we're, we're not trained to do that, but I do think there's a part of like strength in us that, you know, keeps everything like way down. But I think it's the wrong thing because I think you have to surrender to heal and to become mm -hmm you know, a part of the process of healing. And um, I wanted to be free of that experience too. So I wanted to make sure there was nothing inside my body that was still toxic or carrying yeah. any weight. Living honestly, <clears throat> authentically in the moment. Yes. Yeah, th th that, that's, that's what I see about you a lot when I listen to you sing or, uh, you know, your conversation with, with Dennis, it mm -hmm. was just watching it. I just thought pure authenticity. This is a woman who is very real with herself and with life. Yeah. And isn't that, if we could all do that and accept one another, I mean, my mantra in life is be real, yeah. <laughs> be real because it's not easy. And especially what we're going through now, um, you know, here we are in this moment. Um, it's hard, but I also look at, uh, would I be doing this interview with Diane right now? Would I 
have made the musical connections that I've made um, via the internet? And the answer is no. So mm -hmm. are light pieces and we have to try to open the blinds and see the light in between um, because there's always going to be hard things and, um, Absolutely, and, yeah. and lift each other up. Mm -hmm. I think especially as women, and th this seems like a, a good way to transition into um, your experience in the music industry as a woman. And what I'm wondering about is not only the challenges that you've faced, but perhaps challenges that maybe you have faced with women in the music industry. Because mm -hmm. I, don't, I have this floating theory I've had for a number of years of like this queen bee syndrome that we as women, I don't, it's like this unconscious kind of, it's been in our DNA for generations where we just feel like there's just a little tiny space for us and maybe just one can make it there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, out of my way, honey, you know, just that there's only room for one woman. And have you come across that in the music industry or at any other point in your life? I think what I've come across is the comparative nature of of these relationships or these ideas that there's only room for a few the music industry kind of breeds that it says you can't make it and um i was told you know you, you're too old you can't start now you can't um you know people have uh, done the work and you haven't done it and so you can't just walk in here um because we have been doing this all along. I have had that experience, uh, but I'm not someone who's ever believed that anyway. I think there's room for all of us. And if more of us come, we more room exists, right? We make more. Yes. Um, I would say that I have had a really incredible experience with women in the music industry. I've had some negative experiences um, where I've been compared to people who are, you know, more successful than me or who are more traditional in the way that they sound than me. Um, but I have had to have a pretty thick skin because I sound really different and have a really different idea of what I'm trying to create um, and have learned that that's beautiful. I didn't always know that about my voice. I didn't mm. know that about my story. Um, I think that's like the shame I carried around or tucked away, like oh, I'm not a good singer. Um, but I think I put a lot of those things on myself. And I have had a few negative experiences, but I've had way more positive experiences um, with people encouraging me and being happy for me. And also women saying, okay, you've got something, come with me. Let me show you like mm. part of the process. Um, okay, you're just you're just getting here. Let me open up this door for you. Um, and so maybe I've been incredibly lucky, or maybe I have um, given out the energy that's required to let people know that they're safe and that I'm not um, after anything that they have. I just want to be a player, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I just part of the story. Um, and you want so, to be you in the I, world. I feel like I've been uplifted. That includes with you. That includes with Renee. Um, there's just never been any of those um, 
you know, feelings. Um, we're just trying to sort of highlight each other and hold each other up. And um, I hope that that gets to be the experience of most people. And for those negative experiences I've had, I think that's just human, not female born, but you know, the envy, jealousy, you know, how, how dare I walk in here and then get picked <laughs> up by a producer and get flown off to, you know what I mean? It's yeah. and that's fair. And that part of it, that piece of it is luck. Um, I believe it's more than luck. Like also, you know, experience of life. If doors are opening and you say yes, and you walk through them and walk through them and walk through them. If you go through something really hard and you let, uh, let yourself heal, if you expand your mind, I think things can happen for you. At least that's what's happening for me. And that's been happening for me since I was really young, um, yeah. where maybe I wouldn't have had a chance, but then the right teacher opens the door. Maybe I wouldn't yeah. have a chance, but the right boss opens the door or, you know, the right friend. So let's be that for each other, I think. And yeah. doors can open. Being in that flow. And can you tell us more about that process of you claiming your voice? You know, yeah. I, I've heard you mention this in several conversations about just yeah, realizing so, your voice is unique and, and claiming that. You know, um, it, it, for a long time, my voice was outside of myself. My words. I felt strongly about, I felt confident about, I knew that they could like live their own life with another band or another singer or whatever. Um, they were healing for me and I believed in them. My voice, you know, to be honest with you, sometimes I still play my stuff for people and I can just see a look of, you know, confusion. Um, and, I also also have amazing fans who get it. So I have this niche part of myself. I would try to evolve above my voice and I have been able to do that over time, learn more about my voice and um, make it prettier and I can go high and I can go low and I can do all the things you're supposed to do. But recently when I was in the studio, he was trying to get me to do a song I wrote when, when I was really young about being 16 and 17. And he just kept stripping it back and stripping it back. Like, I know you've developed this, but like, where's that girl who's raw, who started this thing? Where is she? And he has kind of helped me believe um, mm. in that part of my voice more. It, mm. is not, it is rough around the edges. It is um, a little dark. It's a little um, punchy. And um, <laughs> the, I just heard a recording that, that he had done. And, you know, I it even startled me when I heard my voice, this beautiful music, and then boom, this kind of like raw thing. But then I thought, that's yeah. it. There's the power in just being you and believing in this story and being that girl. And so I have learned to fall in love with the rust, you know, the mm -hmm. rust of my voice, the things that crack and pop, the times that I make mistakes. Now I laugh where I used to feel embarrassed or I'd stop or I'd pause. Mm -hmm. Now I just say, Oh my God, right. This happened. Yeah. 
but the yes. tone of my voice is special. There have been times when I haven't been able to say that. I grew up with the mm. idea of like, you know, no ego and like you couldn't, you know, you want to be humble and you're, you know, quiet. Yeah. And, and, you know, lately I'm realizing the celebration of whatever your gift is might not be your mm. voice. Maybe it's your writing. It might be your guitar playing. It might be, you know, that you're a great interviewer or a comedian or whatever. You find what that is and say to yourself, like, I deserve to be proud. I deserve to um, want to show people this. Um, I deserve to, like, share this out and have feedback. And if people don't like it, they can just be quiet, <laughs> you know, <make> <laughs> And, but all along the way, I've had little pieces of like, wait, there's, that's weird. There's something there. That's strange. What's happening. I'm curious, like, and then bigger and bigger and bigger to now where it's like, I want to stand in this. I want to stand in this moment and, um, and yeah. not shame and not feel like I'm conforming to any, uh, you know, pop version of myself. The glossy version that we see out there that's so prominent i love what the rust of your voice the rust of you Th that's a song right there i would say <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're right it's right. so true and yeah i think you know we as women i don't know if that expectation is you know because we have to be pretty we have to be glossy we have to be safe on a certain level can't go too deep you know that's going to be too scary um and just hearing you talk i can feel your passion and i can feel how centered you are in your being yes yes it took me a long time to get there hey, and you know right it does rust is what created me you know everything that you feel ashamed about every moment in your life where you got embarrassed i don't know if you've heard one of my new songs which is in a small town and that's about my high school experience and i could never write about that because i was so ashamed of what had happened and and the feelings around that even at my age i was still carrying that piece of like shame around and when i wrote that song it was so i mean it's like a little offensive even right but it is so true and real those are the pieces um, that broke my heart and began a writing career, right? About those broken pieces. I was trying to paste them back together. I was mm -hmm. trying to put my life back together and make sense of it all. Um, yeah, so I'm so yeah. happy to be in the, centered, in the centered place and to recognize that those are the gifts. Those hard things are the gifts. They certainly are. I, I completely agree. There, there's always that, that gift. There's always that light. There's always that growth, you mm -hmm. know, and it certainly takes, I'm going to use another one of your words from a previous discussion. It takes that grit to persevere and move through those dark places. And then it's like, oh. yeah. yeah. If I tell anyone anything like don't waste any time even looking at my story on Facebook and thinking oh like how did that just live just yeah. go just be in your own shoes be in your own body um, especially mm -hmm. for uh, a woman be in your own heart and soul don't let anyone tell you 
that you need to diminish that. I diminished that for way too long. And as soon as I took the cap off of that, everything exploded. All of my life was before me. And I want to continue to live that way. But I also want to encourage others. Don't look at those, you know, fancy pictures and those, you know, she has this more than me or this more than me. It's not true. Um, I have hard things. I have, you know, difficulties in my life. I've had relationship problems. I've, you know, made mistakes. And eventually I just got really real. And I think that that's the thing that started to change the energy around me. It does. It certainly does. You know, you are reminding me of a time in my life not too long ago where, uh, being in a, a relationship that was not, it, it was not healthy. Mm-hmm. And I, I carried shame around that because, yeah, I'm a therapist, right? I should know better, right? Right. And here I am with, you know, somebody who's not healthy. And what really helped turn it around for me was that when I turned it into stand up, when I actually got some material out of it. Right. And there's something about, being in front of an audience and sharing these embarrassing things, it really just transformed that shame into, I'm out of it. I got through it. This is what I learned from it. And everyone else was in the audience was probably laughing because they had been there too. Like we all had known, right? And yes, <laughs> don't share, we don't share our painful places enough. Um, even with comedy, I mean, I think that must be a beautiful way to do it. I think I do it as tragedy, right? I'm actually a very positive person, but all of my songs are kind of like, <sighs> but that's what my therapy is, you know, um, I think it would be amazing to also like get a good laugh and, um, and, and to be able to make fun of the places we get stuck in because yeah one else hears that stuck place and goes, Oh my God, I was stuck too. That means I don't have to always be stuck. I don't always have to do this. I don't always have to make this choice, you know? So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think comedy and tragedy, they're like this, you know, they are. <laughs> and I think we could put music in tragedy too. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, totally. So therapeutic, you know? And yeah. <laughs> well, you have, you have a new song. I do. That. I I get goosebumps every time I, I heard you do a live stream of your new song called Shame and it just gives me goosebumps. Mm. It's so powerful and just to talk about shame is so empowering, you know? It's sort of like people that have social anxiety, they don't want to talk about it because there's shame attached to it. But you know, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah, um, I wrote this song for so many reasons, which you'll hear in the lyrics, but um, I know a lot of young women who are struggling with eating disorders right now, that seems to be coming more and more prominent. Um, And my own, you know, being on camera all the time and having my photo taken and not being 20 in this business and um, things that I was feeling inside too. And I just wanted to be proud of my moving, healthy, um, you know, body. I want to be proud of who I am. And I wanted to shed that last piece of, um, 
of pain that I've been holding on to about my own beauty. Yes, man. Wow. Oh, would you, would you sing it for us? I'll sing it and I'm going to sing it in um, ballad form, which most of my fans have heard me do um, a time or two. Um, I'll do it on, on this stream. I haven't decided how I'm going to, to play, if I'm going to play with it or not, but I imagine having um, it acapella with two other women is sort of my vision. So think about it that way. It's brand new. Ooh, yeah. This is called shame. We are born in these bodies to move around feel our joy not upon peace on a chessboard i'm not a puppet not a toy these girls in baggy clothes Hide from judgment, and leering eyes disappear and go hungry, whittled down to the right size. Don't you tell me shed this weight? I've been carrying my mother's pain and every woman i know has gone insane loaded down with shame dear me i am lovely i am wonderful what a sight so strong, so hopeful. We can believe in ourselves if we try. Dear woman, don't you waste away. Don't replay those words, cause they're a lie. You are everything. You are everything. Perfect, yes, you are every time. So don't you tell me to shed this weight. I've been carrying my mother's pain. And every woman I know has gone insane. Loaded down with shame. Oh, Corey Lynn. <laughs> that, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I, and I really truly want that song to linger in the audience's minds and hearts. Thank you so much for sharing yourself and sharing that song. Do you have any parting words? I'm just going to kind of let this linger. I just want to say thank you um, for this platform and for being a woman who carries other women along 
um, and to thank Renee and, and Dennis too um, for knowing how important that is. Um, and I just hope as we move, all move forward together and get through these tough times that we do it um, holding each other up. Yes, absolutely. Corey Lynn, thank you so much. I, I have enjoyed spending this time with you. And I hope to have another time where we can discuss, have a conversation. Thank I would you so much. really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Awesome show. Thank you. And thank you, audience. I'm, I'm very moved still. Every time I hear Corey Lynn Green sing that song, I just get very, very moved. It is so powerful. We all need to hear those words every day as women. We just need to hear those words. I do want to thank Tardon Media, Dennis Tardon, Renee Yaworski. My gosh, you ha having faith in me, not having ever hosted a show. Thank you so much for this platform, for the women who have been on, like Coraline Green, Renee, you've been on, and all the future women that will be on. I look forward to seeing you all for the next episode. You all be well and be kind to one another. This episode of Powered by Women has been brought to you in part by In Search of the New Compassionate Male. For more information, go to newcompassionatemale.com.